So Charlene, to kick things off, please give me your age, where you're located, and what you're working on uh, as your business. Sure. Thank you so much, Bobby. And I am Charlene. I'm 34 years old, and I'm located in the Bay Area. Great. And what's the business that you're focused on right now? So I am building a business that is focused on nursing well-being. So my team and I have built uh, an app to bridge the gap between nurses and well-being resources, but we want to see how we could continue to develop that and make, make a product that really resonates with nurses and, and supporting their career. I love that. Um, what, are, what, what was the inspiration for you to fill out the form to even jump on this call? Because I had posted something out saying, I'm looking to take on a bunch of coaching calls and see where the conversation goes, but I, I want to flip it back on you and see what, what are you looking to get out of this conversation so we can make sure this is packed of value for you? Yeah, there were a few reasons why. I think as someone who is working full-time uh, you know, separately while trying to build my business on the side, I've been trying, I've been experiencing more challenges with the balance of, of all of it. So work-life mm -hmm. balance, having time to work on my business, but then staying engaged. And I think that just over the past few months, I've been kind of slipping or feeling more stagnant and building the business on the side. And uh, I think that I'm just curious on how I can continue to stay motivated while working full time, but then just trying to also find ways or learning from you in terms of how to maintain my well-being when pursuing both yeah. and then just trying to figure out how to how to excel and continue to do well because um, eventually i would still want to be a, an entrepreneur full-time yeah i bet that i'm sure that's that is in the near future for you so know that 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 time will come um this is also incredible time for us to have this conversation given i just left my full-time career four years and was balancing right. both at the same time so this is this is perfect um so let me ask first, for the full-time gig, do you have to be on site? Are you able to work remote? What does that look like? Yeah, so that's been one of the barriers, actually. I have to be on site. Um, actually, during the whole pandemic, I've been on site the whole time. So wow. there isn't really room for, for working remotely in the current role that I'm in. I think that there are potentially other jobs within my the organization that I'm employed at that would have some remote offerings, but mm. they're not... They're not that common, to be honest, okay. um, especially since I work in healthcare. It is harder to find those positions. Um, so that that has been one one challenge. Okay, that's good context to know. So um, for the current position as well, is it uh, Monday through Friday, certain same hours, nine to five? Is there some consistency in, in the days of the week you work and what hours you work? Yeah, so just like you mentioned, it is Monday through Friday. Okay. It's a salaried job. It's really like 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. So there really isn't a lot of time. Oftentimes I'll work over those hours. So I, you know, so that is another another barrier is, um, you know, feeling exhausted at the end of a work day since yeah. it is a lot of hours in. And so the only time I really have to work on the business is weekends, evenings, holidays. Yeah. And and that's really hard since I, I want to spend it you know, doing other things, spending time with family, friends, and doing other other things that um, can help maintain my well-being in the meantime. But um, but we've been working on um, this business for since 2020, so it's been some time. But but it's you know the progress is slower because of that um, being something we're doing on the side. So so those those are just some of the challenges. Totally. And then my only other follow-up question before we kind of really dive in is transparently. Are you able during your day 
to get any amount of your business done? Are you just, there's all, you're always engaged in like what you're there to do? Cause obviously transparently in the, in the corporate world or nine to five world, like there's, you have tasks you need to get done. A lot of people will spend some time like scrolling on YouTube or online shopping. Like your thing might be, I spend 20 minutes every couple of hours working on my business, right? Like I, it's, it's a very interesting line to draw on the sand, but like, do you find that there are pockets in your day where you can chip away at your business for even 20 or 30 minutes? Yeah, you, you can. I mean, as a, a salaried employee, there is a little bit more flexibility for that because as long as you are working the appropriate amount of hours and as long as you designate that non-work um, time, you know, when you're, when I'm at the office, it can be done. Okay. It, it, it's usually a little bit challenging for me to do just because my day-to-day -day does tend to be pretty full. Yeah. So, you know, each day could look a little differently at my full-time job if there's a lot of meetings that I have or not. It's not always consistent in terms of how my day will be structured. So even taking lunch breaks looks different every day at times. Gotcha. Okay. So there's two routes we can go. And you mentioned the, the second route we're, we're not going to spend much time on because I think it's, it's a rabbit hole of, if I did this, this could happen, which is like, you could potentially find a different gig that allows you to work from home that you know, gives you more time to optimize towards building your business because you're not getting dressed and driving to work. Like you get all that time back or, you know, honestly, you can pop in and out of projects from work projects to then your personal projects. I became a master of going back and forth when I was working remote mm. and I never missed deadlines. I never like backed off of things. I just, I, I, I found a way to manage both. So there is that option where you could look and see what else is out there to allow you to work from home. But let's just treat this as if nothing changes. You're still working uh, the, the job you're working now and you're going to keep building it. So if I'm in your shoes and I, I want to kind of get your feedback on this, the way I would approach it, because I, I understand, for me, I recognize uh, I am most productive, clear-minded focus in the earlier part of my day. So it'd be extremely hard. And sometimes I'm sure you have to do that just to make it work. It's like you get out of work, you come home, you spend an hour, two hours, and you get the work done. For me, what I probably would try to do is um, if you have to be in office by eight and maybe you leave by 730, I don't know what your commute looks like. I would try to get up early and sit down and, and do like focus sprints for 60 minutes, maybe 90 minutes, and then go to work, do, you know, do the thing, what you need to do to pay the bills if you're someone that prioritizes physical fitness, I would probably make that like a PM thing, like end of mm -hmm. day. Mm -hmm. um, and then I would set yourself up where like, you know, it's seasons of life. If you truly believe in what you guys are building, like you will start to appreciate your Saturday and Sunday because there are these moments where you get to wake up and just build your business and not be distracted by work. And I think you can still carve out time for life balance. It's just, you know, I might have a different viewpoint where like there was a lot of Saturdays and Sundays. I just consistently got up at the same time I was during the week because I had things I wanted to work on and like none of those things get done unless I have time to work on them. So, you know, I would wake up at 6am like I normally would on a weekday and work from seven to 10, grab coffee with my girlfriend, go run some errands, maybe get back, put another hour or two in. And then you're just looking for these little pockets of time that you can kind of squeeze in uh, time to work on the business. Mm -hmm. How does that yeah. sound? What what is how does that speak to you? I think and you might be already doing this already too, not to cut you off. So I apologize if, yeah. if that's already the case. 
No, no. I I had um, historically been trying to do work on the business in the evenings. I do actually also work out in the evenings too on some days of the week. Um, but I hadn't really tried the morning because historically I'm not really a morning person. So it's kind of hard for me to kind of, but it's something I've always wanted to do. And I've, I've been wanting to, I've been wanting to have that early start because I, I do think it sets you up well, just in general for your, the rest of your day. But I think I, I kind of struggle with how can I actually get into that um, place where I can wake up early, get some stuff done um, for my business in the morning and then head over to work. Um, yeah. The, 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 so one thing I want to say is I'm also a big advocate of like, you know, it's not the early you wake up, the more successful you're going to be in life. It's truly mm-hmm. like Charlene needs to ask herself what works best for her because what works for you might not work for me. What works for me may not work for someone else. So mm-hmm. always double down on what you feel works best for you. And if you realize it's the evenings, like go for it. But I also think this might be an opportunity where it's like, you have this interest of like, it would be nice to get up early and get my work done and then not have to worry about anything after like my career. So my thought would be like, how do how does one get up earlier? Well, you have to go to bed earlier, right? So that's a sacrifice. You don't get to watch as much Netflix. You don't get to stay out to dinner till 10 PM. Like there's a sacrifice to it, but it may be worth you to test just because, like I said, I, I think we can't argue that the like the earlier part of our day, we have the most clarity, the most en- mental energy, and you truly might find, Charlene, that what you can accomplish in a 60-minute all-in focus sprint in the morning might have taken you two hours at the end of the day because you're starting to work and then you get distracted and then like your phone rings because your mom wants to catch up and then you know, you're just mentally drained from a long day. So like it's it just takes you a while to process like what you're trying to work on. So it it may end up allowing you to output more in a shorter period of time because you actually have more energy within you. Yeah, that's true. I would want to try it out because, and and you're right, I do sleep late. So I've been wanting to change that too. So um, historically I'm a night shift worker and I think it's mm-hmm. been hard for me to adjust, even though I've been doing the eight to five um, schedule for a long time, it's still kind of um, tough for me, but I do think it would it would still take me longer to finish things in the evening. Mm-hmm. Um, compared to the morning, but I haven't really tried that out though for myself. So, you know, I think that'd be something I'm interested in, in, um, trying out and seeing how that works. What when, so you have to be in the office for eight, what time do you have to leave to get there? How, what's, how long is the commute usually? You know, I actually moved recently. So now my commute is a lot shorter. Um, right. that just happened at the start of the year pretty much. So, so now I have a little bit more wiggle room because I don't have as much time with my commute. So Mm. I can actually get to the office in just a few minutes now. Oh, that's huge. Okay. So Mm -hmm. be realistic with yourself. Say you were sitting down at your computer working and then you needed to get ready to go to work, drive to work, right? If you have to be to work for eight, what's like that time, like 7.15, you need to start getting ready for the day and then out the door by like 7.45. What, like, what's the, what's the realistic time that you need to start getting ready for the day in order for you to get there on time? Um, I think that if I, if I get ready starting at 7am and then leave at around 745, yeah, that would, that would work. Um, sometimes I need to be in the office a little bit earlier. So, so sometimes it might be 630 getting ready and then leaving a little bit earlier, but around that ballpark of 630 to seven to get ready is, um, probably what works best. Okay. What time are you getting up right now? Usually, um, you know, I I have like my alarm clock set for 6 a.m., but then I like snooze it until oh, like 30 minutes. 
<laughs> I get it. I get it. Um, and what time are you, do you find yourself going to sleep? How many hours of sleep do you find that you get each night or do you wish you were getting? Um, I think on average it's more like six hours a night. Um, because I, I do tend to have a longer night routine, just, you know, getting ready, winding down, mm-hmm. getting things um, set up for my cat. And then, you know, and then by the time I'm like done cleaning and all that, it's already kind of late. So mm-hmm. I think I tend to sleep around like 11 or 12 sometimes. Yeah. And you feel when you wake up in the morning that you feel rested, you feel recharged, or do you wish there was like an extra hour for your sleep? Uh, it still feels like I could have used a little bit more sleep. Okay. So my, this is a, just initial thought. And I, you know, you, this is something you have to test and, and, and want to try, but it's, if consistently you have to start getting ready for the day at seven, I know you mentioned some days you have to get up at six 30. So maybe you have to adjust a little bit. My thought would be, what would it take for you to wake up at five 30 to then be sitting down and feeling like awake by six o'clock, the latest and giving yourself a full 60 minute focus sprint to go all in. And what that might look like is the day before you have to get very crystal clear on like the one or two tasks you want to work on within that 60 minutes. Um, Maybe you just wake up and you just kind of roll and figure it out as you go. Like there's a lot of different testings, but it could be interesting to test what that looks like to just go all in for 60 minutes, see how much you can get done. And then, you know, you start your day, you go to, you go to work and then it gives you that flexibility where after work, if you wanted to, you could put more time in, but I also don't, you know, if you're somebody that's prioritizing the fitness, I think that should take a priority too, like in the evening so Mm -hmm. that if you get up, work for an hour, go to work, come back, um, get in some fitness, like you're going to be exhausted by that time that it it may be very hard for you to focus on anything after that at that point. And that's typically what happens once I finish like a workout, then I'm just physically and mentally exhausted at that point. Yeah. Um, So it makes a lot of sense to to try that early morning sprint. And I think it's doable. I think, um, I know I've been kind of waking up at six 30 and, you know, but I, I think that sleeping early is something that I can do. You know, yeah. I would, I would at least want to try it and see how I feel if I sleep at like 10 versus like 11 yeah. and then wake up at five 30 versus six 30. And just like that one hour adjustment, um, just to kind of see where my energy is at would be a really nice exercise for me just to, just to kind of see how I feel. Yeah, no, that's great. Once again, it's testing and trying to see what works. I think honestly though, where I think the biggest gap, not the biggest gap, but where you, you probably will get your, the most amount of your work done, which I'm sure is probably already the case is like the weekends. Mm-hmm. What does that look like for you? Because I'm also a big fan that I don't want this to seem like you need to just work 10 hour weekends on Saturday and Sunday, 20 hours, like, and then all your life is work, work, work. I do believe in balance. So are you spending any time on the weekend actually working on the business? Yeah. And I was, um, uh, before I was actually spending most of like most Sundays just working on the business. Mm-hmm. Um, but that slowly over time, that's been kind of becoming less and less time. And and I think uh, because there are a lot of other events and things that pop up on the weekend. So as things have been coming up, it's been harder, or at least it's been harder for me to find those buckets of time on the weekends too. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it has been inconsistent more recently. Um, so I haven't been working as much on the weekends. And when you say events, are they like late in the evenings, in the afternoons? Are they morning events? What, are they, what, like, what time of day do they usually fall on? 
you know, a lot of those are, are social events, so it could really be, it could be really variable. So yeah. sometimes it's in the morning, sometimes it's in the evening or afternoon, earlier in the afternoon. Uh, but uh, yeah, and sometimes it could be late too. So, so it just kind of depends. Um, but because I've, I've been wanting to try to connect more with like family and friends and going out and um, seeing them more, but, but then it, it could be really hard for me to do that. Plus the business plus working. Yeah, I get it. I think, um, Madam cares to hear your thoughts on this. Like it seems if you're going to work on the weekend at all, it needs to be first part of your day because if you have an event in the morning and then, you know, you might have something in the evening, it, it might be hard for you to just like mentally click on for three hours in the afternoon. But mm-hmm. truly, I think what's always helped me get work done on the weekends is like, I feel like I'm getting a leg up because I know the rest of the world is relaxing and recharging and my inbox isn't getting blown up. It feels like any amount of work I get done the weekend, it's like this, these are bonus points because no one else is working right now and I don't have any distractions. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, based on just how much you need to be in office, obviously, right? Like you're going to get maybe 60 minutes, maybe two hours a day of true deep work for the business. A lot of it's probably going to have to come on the weekends. Um, mm-hmm. and, and the other people you've been working on the business with, are they in SF as well? Or are they other, other parts of the, uh, the U.S. or the world? They're in other parts of the U.S. So my yeah. other co-founder is in the East Coast, and then my other co-founder is in Southern California. So, so that's been another um, difficult part is that we all connect remotely, and and it can be it could be hard for us to touch base since we we only connect remotely. But, um, but yes, we we do all live geographically far from each other. Okay, that's that's understandable. So. Yeah, this is this is where it gets fun. I, I really think it's going to be a commitment to yourself. And if plans and things you get invited to that you're like, this is a priority of mine, you, you know, make the time for it. But it's going to be a balance where it's like, there are going to be some weekends you probably are going to have to or want to say no to things so that you can focus on your business. It's the yin and the yang, right? Like this is the game of like building your business while working full time, also just trying to be a human being and like enjoy your experiences for me, for my pers- like my own journey. Like I've, ha- I've passed on a lot of important life moments and memories. And I, I'm not here to say that's what you need to do. And I don't regret them, but I think I've always had a very good navigation inside of me of like, is this something I actually need to do? Or am I doing it to please other people? Or am mm-hmm. I doing it because it's fulfilling to me and I want to see these people. Right. So I think I think that needs to become like a radar within you is like, is me saying yes to this event at noon really, truly worth my time? Because the opportunity cost of me going to this is it costing me time to work on my business. And I think mm-hmm. that's the biggest sacrifice every entrepreneur has to figure out for themselves is like, what are you willing to give up in order to find the time to work on your business? And I think for you, as we know, like the weekends are going to be your best friend because it's going to be the time of day where you wake up. It's going to be the day, excuse me, when you wake up. And you don't have anything to worry about other than yourself, your business, your cat, and you can focus <laughs> in on that stuff. And mm-hmm. I'm all about just creating the time. If it's something you really want to prioritize, you'll create the time for it. And maybe that becomes like, you know, a Saturday, Sunday thing for you is like, you're not used to getting up before 8am on the weekends, but maybe one of the two days 
you're going to get yourself up early so that you can get three or four hours of focus work before that 10 a.m. coffee meetup. And then you're going to feel so good, Charlene, because you're like, I just got down three to four hours of work. Now I get to shift gears and go like meet up with friends for brunch. And then the rest of the day, we're going to go explore. Like I feel good inside because I know I got something done for the business while also prioritizing these other aspects of my life as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that sounds like it would be a good feeling, you know, to, to yeah. get to that point. Because um, historically, I do try to stay in, you know, sleep in on the weekends and I do miss a lot of that morning time. So mm-hmm. it's, it's a sacrifice, right? So I, I just want to challenge you. Like, I'm not saying you can't ever sleep in again, but, <laughs> but, but ask yourself, right. It needs to be that constant question you need to ask yourself is, am I willing to give up sleeping in so that I can build on this thing? Right? So if you close your eyes and you visualize and you think about this app crushing it and you're, you're running your business full time with your two co-founders, like that emotion and feeling that you feel thinking about it probably is really exciting. It's something that is within grasp for you. So okay. now it's that game of what am I willing to give up in the short term to make that my reality? And I think it, it, it could be as simple as like, just to start, I say you challenge yourself one day of the weekend, you don't sleep in and you can, you right. can make that decision come Friday, right? It's like, okay, what does this weekend look like? Saturday, I'm going to be busy all day with personal stuff. So I'm going to choose to sleep in Sunday or Saturday. I'm going to sleep in a little bit and then go do the personal stuff. So then Sunday, I'm going to get up early and actually work on the business. And then you might get to a place where it's like, I'm going to skip out this weekend for sleeping in, but I know next weekend I'll allow myself one or both days. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think I would, I would be open to trying it out just because you know, the feeling of not making progress on the business feels pretty bad. Mm-hmm. And I think comparing that to the feeling of getting stuff done for the business would be a huge difference. Yeah. So I'd obviously want to be more on that side of the feeling, you know, the feelings. Totally. <laughs> yeah, totally. Even even just one task a day, like weekday, right? When When time is crunched because you have, you know, to focus on other things. I think the, the name of the game for you is what's the one task I can accomplish today or what's the one thing that I can work on that it, the task may not be completed, but I finished something that's helping the, the overall project get completed. So mm-hmm. I think when you think like that, it's then it's allowing yourself to recognize that the small wins are truly going to build up. Like there's a reason I have 1% tattooed on my arm, on my hand, because it's that 1% growth mindset. Right. Like there's Mm -hmm. like, it's so easy to assume, well, if I'm not getting six tasks done today, what's the point? Like, it's a waste of time. Like this one task, it doesn't matter. No, it does matter because that one little task is going to build on the next brick and the next brick. And now you have six tasks done in five days. Like, great. That's better than where you were before. Right. So it's, it's just looking for those small little wins in your day that will give you that inspiration, motivation. Like, you know what? I'm not going to sleep in tomorrow because I have these three tasks I'm going to work on. I'm going to feel fantastic when I accomplish them. Yeah, that's a good point. And, you know, I, I've struggled, uh, struggled a lot with procrastination. So mm. I think that's also something that really impacts both my entrepreneurial journey and my full-time job and other aspects of my life. So I think uh, part of that is also just kind of visualizing how much work there is, but that might, you know, that might be a barrier for me to get something started. But I think just remembering that mindset of 1% progress could be more helpful. 
I think, you know, just sometimes things can feel overwhelming when it's, um, you know, that you're behind, but then you want to get things started. And then, and then it's like, you know, then you feel like you have no more time left. So I get it. What, um, what do you feel like is causing the procrastination the most for you? Cause that's, that's a big one that many people deal with. Like what's, what's the hurdle or the roadblock that's causing you to procrastinate more often than you, than you'd want? You know, it probably is just the, the fatigue or exhaustion. And, mm. and that probably is just because I haven't um, slept earlier or, you know, I just don't feel as well rested or, you know, I think it's just me not feeling like I can get started with the work. Like, I think just physically and mentally, I don't feel like I'm in a good place to get work started, mm. but that could be just because of um, just some of those things we discussed earlier about you know, sleep and, and mindset and things like that. Yeah. I, 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 I'm a huge advocate and I used to be the, the person that like, I'm going to sleep five to six hours a night. I'm just going to crank all day and work until I like am falling asleep. I promise you that when you give yourself permission to give yourself the rest that you need seven hours, even for you, if you're getting six hours now, I dare you to try seven hours a night consistently and see how mm -hmm. much differently you feel. And mm -hmm. then with, you take the sleep and then switching up the structure of your day a little bit to just working a little bit in the early part of your morning, it will be a light year difference for you because you're going to be well rested and you're going to be clearly recharged after just waking up. So I'm not saying just roll out of bed and start working. Like that's also real, like a place that I have previously been and it's just not, it doesn't work for me. Give yourself 20 minutes. Maybe, maybe, maybe your process for you, Charlene, is you wake up and you get ready for work which mm -hmm. gives you a tw gives you 30 to 45 minutes to wake yourself up. Then you sit down, you feel you feel more professional because you're in your work clothes. It, there's like a mindset trick there too when you're like dressed professionally and you're sitting down and you've been up for 45 minutes, then you work up until 7:30 7:45 and then you go. Actually, yeah. I would challenge you actually maybe to approach it that way because yeah. I think it will give you more time in the morning to actually wake up and I think there will be something about like the act of you like dressed for the day and sitting down the same way you sit down at work at 8 a.m. Like you're ready to go. It's time to get to go. It's time to get going. I think that same like flip of a switch might happen for you, even if you're working from home for an hour before you actually go into the office. Yeah, I like that because I do feel better in general when I'm already dressed and, you know, I have my makeup on, everything's ready to go. And then that would also give me time to just drink coffee at home and just get that yes. ready. Cause oftentimes I'm just rushing out the door, like frantically making coffee mm. and then like, you know, just running out. <laughs> yeah. People, people that work with you are going to be like, Charlene, what is different about you? Because you come into the office like so much more even keel now because you've been up for an hour and 15 minutes. You've had a cup of coffee. You were, it's, you know, I think what you're we're really hitting on, which is a, another conversation for another day is like, how do we give ourselves more time in the morning to like, slowly wake up for the day. Majority right. of people are running and gunning. I've been there before, running behind, getting to the office five minutes after I was supposed to be there. You're flustered, you're anxious, you're trying to slug your coffee. It's just like, it's just not a good way to start your day because your mind is just running a million miles an hour when your body is still warming up. And I think this switch for you honestly will allow your mind and body to be wake, allow your mind and body the space and time to wake up alone in solitude, even if you're working on your business. So by the time you step into the office, you've been up for nearly two hours and you just, you're going to feel so much different, um, than maybe how you feel showing up even right now. 
Yeah, I think so. I'm I'm definitely willing to try that out and and see what kind of a difference it might make just in in moving things forward with the business and then also impacting how I how I am at work um, at my full time job. So I would be willing to try that because it sounds like for like for me at least the gains would be so much more than than the losses at that point. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Um, I think we have a lot of good takeaways for you on just some of these little minor changes on just like what you're prioritizing first thing in the morning. Now yourself and your business, instead of, you know, waking up, going right to work, changing kind of how you're spending your time on the weekends, maybe just prioritizing the business a little bit more, but not telling yourself you can't live and enjoy your life and maybe just creating a more sense of urgency so that there's not this procrastination or I don't even say a sense of urgency, but just a different perspective. Like this little task, this little something is building on something bigger and I need to treat this like it is helping. Even if it feels minor, it is something. So I think these are a lot of good takeaways for you to kind of tweak and try. And I'd be curious to hear in 30 days from now how, how it works out for you. Yeah, I agree. I think these are a lot of really great takeaways. I think that they're doable, at least just for trial and error, just to see how I feel, how I can manage with some of these little shifts. And I don't think it's really asking for too much, to be honest, um, mm -hmm. especially because my goal is to pursue my business, right? So it's, mm -hmm. it is something I want to do. So I think, I think I can make some of these changes. It's, it's really not much, I think, to ask for, but, but I am willing to try. Great. Honestly, what, what, what it comes down to is when we're living our lives, it's very hard to see things from a different lens because we're just doing what we know is true and what's routine and what's habitual. So hopefully with this, even just these minor tweaks, but like you said, it's not like life-changing cha like changes, just these minor tweaks might make all the difference. So um, yeah, I I'm encouraging you, I'm rooting for you, and uh, I appreciate you taking the time today. And I hope this, this conversation was valuable and provided you a little extra encouragement and, and clarity on kind of some, some of those next steps. Yeah. Thank you so much, Bobby. I really appreciate it. I think that these are great insights and it does give me some motivation to, to try these out. Awesome. Well, thank you for the time. Thank you.